What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show and the Third Life Crisis podcast. Thanks for deciding to click that play button and hang out with us today. My name is John Michael, and I'm joined today with my fellow podcasters, Cassie and Austin. What's going on, guys? Hey, guys. Hey. Today is Sunday, March 14th. And before we get into the episode, if you'd like to follow the show, check us out on our social media at 3RD Life Podcast. That's at Third Life Podcast. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also hear our episodes on Podbean's website by searching Third Life Crisis Podcast. We recently went live on Podbean on the last episode, so if you want to catch us the next time we go live, make sure to follow us on there. So how are you guys doing today? What's what's new this week? Anything y'all want to... Catch us live. How about that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that live episode didn't go bad, I, I think. Uh, there was a little bit, I guess, delays here and there, but we kind of worked through it, and, and the magic that Austin puts in post-production you couldn't really even tell from my understanding it's a lot of magic because he's like you're always making noise you're always <laughs> chewing something or messing with something you can't just sit still and i'm like dude sometimes i get bored this podcast isn't interesting for her sometimes y'all start talking about like video games or football and it can go on for a good two or three minutes where i'm like mm-hmm. just like not paying attention or i have no i can't there's no input for me there's no contribution for me to give to you if that makes sense so then i start like twirling my thumbs or like tearing up a piece of paper and it gets picked up on my mic and poor austin is sitting there having to cut that out he already told me he's like i'm just gonna leave it in and let everybody find out how annoying you are every time you eat chocolate or an ice cream or whatever it is drinking coffee right now let me know if you can hear the slurping (laughs) On the last recording, I think Austin mentioned that you got up and left. <laughs> so you, sometimes you just get up and leave and walk around, do a lap around the house or something. I don't know. Sometimes there's candy where I can't reach, you know. It's like, oh, go, go get that real quick while y'all are talking about nothing. You got to start bringing all the snacks to the table before you start the podcast. So I'm going to try really hard to be quiet with sounds. Not make any extra noise. I took one one of my headphones off my ear so I could hear myself. These noise-canceling headphones, I can't hear anything besides what's coming through. So if there's, like, surrounding noise that I'm making, it, I'm not, I can't hear it. If that makes well, that's sense. that's the idea. Yeah, that's the idea of noise-canceling headphones. I'm not aware that I'm making these noises. Oh, you like, can't hear yourself <sighs> chewing. I can't, I can't hear anything that I'm doing, like the tapping on the table or what. Like, you know, I can't hear myself doing that. Having your headphones off ear may cause like an echo or hearing you twice if the volume's loud enough. I mean, I've had it off for a few minutes now. Can you all hear an echo? Is it causing no, no, it would, an issue? No, I mean, when you send me your MP3 file, my voice will be coming through on my end, but it'll be coming through your headphones and that will get picked up by your mic. I see. All right. Well, I'm just going to try not to make noise. Just... just covered my other ear apparently okay just cut all this out cut all this non-interesting <laughs> oh no no we're keeping it in i already labeled it on the show docket cassie's gripe and we're, we're just getting started <laughs> oh we are don't even don't even get me stop just kidding <laughs> i liked what you were saying off podcast but i like i'd like for you to share it for everyone the concern you have with target and their 20 so, percent i don't know if you know this about women i'm <laughs> just kidding 
I get through like these the stages of like sadness and uh, get irritable. And yesterday we were at Target and none of my clothes fit. So that's just a whole nother freaking uh, gripe that I could get on if, if we wanted to go in that direction. But I went up like a whole pant size. And so none of my clothes fit. And if you look at my closet, you'll see sizes that are like three or four sizes down. And I'm like, I've gained a lot of weight and I have all of these nice shorts that I can't wear because they don't fit, like literally don't fit up my thigh, right? So that's always fun. So we're trying on clothes to prepare for Disney World and none of my clothes fit. I have one pair of shorts that fit and I was like, well, that's not going to work. It's going to be freaking hot. I don't have anything to wear. So we go out, we went shopping, went to Target looking for shorts. I went to Old Navy and it was kind of a madhouse in there. So we went to Target. Austin found some great pairs of shorts and they had like one pair for me, right? And there's these signs all over Target, right? It's like 20% off all shorts, shirts, swimwear, all of this great stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. And it says you need to get the Target Circle app. Perfect. Get to the app because I already have it on my phone. But of course, I'm not signed in. Why would I remember my password? So I'm like, okay, going through all this crap, my internet isn't working. And I was like, stupid mint mobile, you're not working. I need you to work. Austin's like, just turn off your Wi-Fi. It's fine. We'll just walk around the store and get better service. I'm like, it should just work. You know, like it just is so frustrating to me. And so I get finally get to it, right? This has been going on for I don't know how long we were circling, like 20 minutes. Finally get to where I need to be. And it's like, okay. You can add the 20% off, but this is just for women. Then you need to add another one for men. If you had, you know, children, you need to add the 20% off for the children. If you have produce, that's great. We have 20%, but you need to go find our produce one. It's like, it's 20%. Just give me the 20%. You're running the deal. Why do I need to jump through all these hoops and obstacles just to get 20% off? So I was really frustrated. And the lady was so nice. She was like, oh, there's also 20% off for this. And she showed me on the app, like, how to quickly do it and add it. And which was very nice because we had been waiting in line for a very long time. The person in front of us bought, like, $400 worth of groceries. And I was like, are we serious right now? (laughs) And I was patient. Even though I didn't want to be, I just wanted to leave and get into another line. But I didn't. I just stood, we just stood there and waited. I could have sworn she was like an extreme couponer because she had like six of the same things, right? Like when you see that, you're like, oh, this person definitely has a stack of coupons. They're about to go get all that money, that free money's worth, that free product or whatever those um, extreme couponers can do. And nope, she just paid right out, but it just took so long. And then I get to there and we had like five items, right? Like we didn't have a lot of crap. We had some shorts and some lettuce, you know, and we get we get to the thing and she's like, oh, there's a 20 percent off this. I was so frustrated that she was showing me where that 20 percent off was. I was just like turning red. I was like trying to just breathe. And she did it in like two clicks. And then we saved like, I don't know, forty five dollars and we were out. But man, I was just so I, I just don't understand why they do. And then Target has like two different apps. Why do you need two different apps, Target? Well, I just don't understand. That was one of my gripes. And poor Austin, he's been suffering all day today with my being irritable. He just wanted some breakfast this morning, Cass. It's He likes lunch. And he told me he was hungry and I nearly lost my shit, man. <laughs> I was just, I was so mad. I was like, 
I'm trying to take my medication. I have to take it with the whole thing of water. I haven't had any coffee. We freaking spring forward. So it's like 11 p.m., 11 a.m. already. And I don't feel rested. It was just one of those. It was just one of those things where I was just like, so. I was going to ask you at least save $45. I mean, that's that was worth it. No, in your mind, everything you went through. Yes, at the end after she told me. And then I was like, why don't we always do that? I was like, you see how complicated it was? Do you see how freaking complicated it was? My freaking food and stuff would expire by the time I figure it out. At the risk of getting my head chopped off, I didn't I didn't know about the Target app. And so when Cassie mentioned it, I was like, oh, okay, that's that'd be good to save the 20% on pretty much everything we had in our cart. But then, yeah, to jump through all the hoops, I was like, oh, this is kind of difficult. I can see why people don't do this. And then when the cashier was explaining it to us and telling Cassie, oh, this is 20% off too. She had just mentioned, as you're shopping through Target, just scan the item before you put it in your in your like physical cart. And when it comes to checkout time, everything you scan will be on your app and it'll automatically pull the sales that are going on. You still have to add it. It'll show you what sales. Then you still have to click it and add it to your wallet. And then it'll give you the 20% off. Right, which... Looking back at it, we could have easily done with that person buying $400 worth of stuff. We we're just standing there. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's not as bad as I thought. Like, I thought it was way more complicated. It doesn't help when your phone doesn't doesn't work and the internet's not working. And it's just True. spinning and thinking. I, I was going to say, I have a follow-up question. Don't they have the self-checkouts there? Because Jess and I don't like standing in lines. We'd rather stand in a self-checkout line. The self-checkout line had like 20 people in it. It was insane. Oh, I was like, like 20 I, people, deep. like 20 people not checking out, 20 people waiting in line to check out. Like they had the 10 lanes open to self-checkout and there was 20 people behind them waiting to check out. It was going into like the regular lanes. It was so long. Yeah. Is that the busiest you've seen Target? Because Jess and I were out all day yesterday and it was just like, obviously now that the go- the governor's opened up everything, everything's at 100%. And like we would go eat somewhere or we were out somewhere and like it was just packed. I mean, that's how I felt last weekend when everything was packed and nobody was wearing masks and that that mandate hadn't been lifted yet. I was kind of freaking out. But now I think going out last weekend and then seeing it busy this weekend, it, I think that's just going to be the new norm now. Hmm. I was more surprised last weekend or even maybe the weekend before, Austin. How many times have we been going out? Yeah. I mean, it was, what, two podcast episodes ago where we brought up the Disney store and people not wearing masks. And that was... A week or so before that Wednesday mandate lifted. So mm-hmm. we've gone out pretty much every weekend, uh, a lot to the Disney store. But we've seen... <laughs> and the thing about it too is Cassie and I usually, if we go out, we go first thing in the morning. So on a normal weekend, we're not encountering crowds. But I think even now with us going out, everyone just wants to get out. So there's just a lot of people regardless of what time you go. But it was, that was packed. We, we stopped at Old Navy. That was packed. My parents went to, I forgot where they were going to. They were going to pick up like a bird, oh, not feeder, like a birdhouse. What do you call them? Was it a birdhouse or it was like a water feature, right? Like a, for their water? A bird bath? Anyways. Yes. Yeah, a bird bath. There you go. I got you. <laughs> uh-huh. Animals don't take baths. Our dogs don't take <laughs> baths. And they had thought about stopping at the Disney store because all the ones in San Antonio are closing and they were going to go check it out to see if they had anything or any sales or whatever. And they said, no, like they pulled in and it was way too packed. So they just left. So I think it's going to be packed at like any place you go 
for the foreseeable future. Yeah, with everyone getting their vaccines and the, ma- the mask mandate lifting and 100% occupancy now, we're pretty much back to where we where we left off before the pandemic, I would think. Now, the mask mandate's still there per businesses, right? Like, does Target require them still? Yes. Yeah, I believe Target still did, yeah. We went to Hooters uh, for dinner with Nate and Marshall and their wives, and they're not requiring masks there. So that was the first place that I've seen since this pandemic where, you know, it's not a mandate anymore. Are they still physically distancing the tables or is everyone uh no no uh where where we were sitting there was someone right behind us right next to us so no just just throwing it out there you know the one maybe you guys keep an eye out see if you're seeing it more or not we went went to heb yesterday and obviously still required we went to uh, i don't know we we were out all day yesterday we went to we went to a nursery yesterday to look at some plants obviously that's outside but uh a side note, a lot of people like to go to nurseries. Mm-hmm. This thing yeah. was packed. Like, it yeah. blew my mind. And there was a lot of, like, elderly people, I guess, that just like to get out and look at plants. I don't know. That was an eye-opener. But, okay, going back to Cassie's app not working, you guys recently switched over to Mint Mobile, right? About a month ago now or so? Austin, tell them about the savings. <laughs> well, f- well, yeah, so tell us about Mint Mobile because before before that, I you know, I only heard about the big players AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, Verizon. Who's Mint Mobile? Or what is Mint Mobile? I'm sorry, there's no free ads on this show. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Uh, Mint Mobile is just a smaller carrier, but they're built off the T-Mobile network. So you have Mint Mobile built off T-Mobile network. I think is Metro built off AT&T, something like that. So all these like bargain ones are built off the networks that, you know, have the big the big players. But basically, it's a carrier where you can pay up front for your service and you can do it by 1 month, 3 months, 6 months, a year, and the savings are like insane. Cassie and I were spending we're going to probably spend around 150 per month when we had Verizon. And that was just for our two phones and we shared 8 gigs of data. And that was 150 every month. But now with Mint Mobile, for our two phones, and actually with 10 gigs per month that we share. No, we don't share. They're, we each have our own. I have 10 gigs. She has 10 gigs. We're paying $40 total. So a savings of $110 per month. The only downside is that they say this in their like ads and their website. And I think we've experienced it here and there. Obviously, the T-Mobile customers get priority. If there's like a heavy day or uh, networks are down, they'll get priority over us Mint-Mobile folks. But I haven't run into that too often. And then, of course, if we pass 10 gigs, the throttling affects us quicker than it would affect the T-Mobile customers. We switched. It was simple. They just send you a SIM card, pop it out. You can keep your number. I canceled my Verizon account. And yeah, now it's just 40 bucks a month instead of 150. And that's after you paid off the phones, right? Yeah, we bought Cassie's phone straight out a couple months ago. And then I've had my phone for almost two years now. So it's been paid off for a few months now. You can buy phones with t- with a Mint Mobile like you can with any carrier. Uh, and you can pay it off uh, month by month or you can pay it straight out. So no issues there. And most phones work with their network. Some won't. 
but most are, you know, any popular phone that you have, I'm sure it's going to work with their network. Is it $40 per person? $40 a month for both of us. Let me see. <laughs> While Austin's looking that up, I, can, I also noticed that Ryan Reynolds is the face of the company. Correct. He got us. <laughs> he got it. Him and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Moranis? What's his name? Rick yeah, Moran? yeah. Rick, Rick Moranis. He was on one of the commercials. Oh, okay. I will say my app did work better once I turned the Wi-Fi off. So your phone was trying to connect to the target Wi-Fi, which was the reason it wasn't working. The, you turned it off and it was using its cellular service and it would work no problem. That's what we're assuming. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's worked for me. And yeah, it's 40 bucks a month. So 20 bucks per phone. Where before it would have been 75 bucks per phone and we would be sharing 8 gigs. So each one of us would be getting 4 gigs essentially. And right now we'd be, we're paying 40 bucks. So saving $110 and we're each getting 10 gigs instead of just 4. Okay. And you're paid through how long? Like you paid for the year or what'd you do? No, since, since we were new to this, I just did 3 months. So we'll have to renew, I think, when April starts. Uh, I mean, I'm down to do it for a full year. I don't know, Cassie. What do you think? Um, I was going to say something. Can't remember now. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, that's what I was going to say. We're not going anywhere. Like, we're not out and about where I, I think it makes a big difference. We're still at home. I'm still connected to my Wi-Fi at home where I haven't really seen a big difference except for the target time so i'm down to keep going but i don't think we'll really know until we like travel somewhere and we're away from our house for a long period of time yeah i was gonna say we have a good test coming up since we're planning to go down to san antonio in a couple weekends we'll see how it works on the road how it works in san antonio how it works at garner i'm assuming we're not gonna get any service at garner but that would be a good experience to see how it is outside of our DFW bubble. And then the real test, Florida. You think? Do you, are you concerned about that at all? Not having signal or less signal? My main concern, obviously, which I think it's everyone's concern, is us getting into the rise of resistance ride. But oh, like reserving? Oh, I didn't yes. think about that. You would connect to the hotel Wi-Fi. We're not doing anything at that right. time. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm not as concerned with that issue because John's sweating right now look at him he's like oh gosh when we're at the resort we will be connected to their wi-fi I guess I do have concern when we're at the park I mean but they do have wi-fi at the park not great wi-fi mm. but we could connect to that but there's nothing else we would really need to do I'd probably just screenshot all our reservations just to make sure I have them for that day yeah but I think it should be fine but we'll see yeah the only thing we would need the app for is to see the wait time for the rides, right? So you can see what it's at before you head that way. And then it, to get a quick service, you have to order your food from the app, basically. And I guess as long as one of us can sign in, like if I couldn't sign in, John, you can put my order on your app. And when you go to pay, you just type in my pin instead of your pin. And so it charges my card instead of your card. Oh, I'll take yeah. a whole pizza. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. That's going to be a good test because airport, 
over there, over here, to and from the parks, in the parks, Disney Springs, like all those areas are going to be a good test. Obviously on the map when you look at Mint Mobile, like everything looks green. I mean, there are obviously some places that are not green, but everything looks green, you know, signifying that they do have service there. So hopefully we'll see. Is there like a referral program for Mint Mobile? If anyone listening wants to get discounts or something from you? I'm sure there is. I don't know. <laughs> okay. When I got the SIM, when we first got our, the SIM cards, it came with two extra SIM cards that we could give to uh, friends if they wanted to try it. Oh, well, there you go. All right, cool. Uh, what is this tennis ball combo with Jess? Okay, so I put this in here because, uh, so it's funny, I put this in here like over a week ago, and then I'm looking at the show docket, and I asked Jess, what do we talk about regarding a tennis ball? I've already forgot the conversation, and she had to remind me. So what happened was, <laughs> Julia likes to throw different items, and there's a tennis ball in her arsenal of toys that she has here. And I was t- talking to Julia. I was telling her, like, trying to tell her the color. I was like, "It's a it, what color is this? It's green. And uh, Jess jumps in. It's not green. It's yellow. And I was like, tennis balls are green. And like, so we had this conversation back and forth. So I wanted to ask you, or, or just start a conversation of what color is a tennis ball? Are you Am colorblind? I colorblind? I don't know. Am I colorblind or is she colorblind? They're yellow. What, what do you, they're yellow. Austin? They're yellow. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, she's going to like to hear this <laughs> when, when it releases. Sometimes I think Austin is colorblind too, though, because he'll, he'll mix up like um, blues and greens where he's like, that's, that's blue. And I'm like, or he'll, and he'll mix up blacks and grays kind of. And I'm like, you see no. that black right there? Does that look like the same? He's like, no. I was like, okay, because that's gray. Like, he has, there's some colors that are very close to each other that he'll mix up. I don't know what you're talking about. This guy's always been green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A green sky. I was going to ask, like, what, what specifically, Cass? Like, do you know any items that he would say that so I can maybe chime in? Not just outright wrong like you were. It just uh, like when we're trying to match clothes or he's like, this is black or he's maybe even separating laundry, like the blacks and the colors. And maybe he throws a gray and like, you know, where it's like nothing outright like that. But there is sometimes where he's like, this is blue. And I'm like, that's green, you know, or it or it's like teal. There's just some colors that he gets not right. So I just Googled what color is a tennis ball. And it says the unmistakable shade of the tennis ball is officially called optic yellow. But then there's something in here in here that says electric lime. So, you know, I'm a little wiggle room for me being green in there. I would just be scared of you teaching Juliet colors. It's like, are you going to give her the right ones? <laughs> You've seen tennis matches when they're playing on the green, like, clay. Well, that's a different shade of dream- green. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've I've always assumed I've always considered I've always considered tennis balls like a light green or a lime green or this electric lime right here. That's probably the most accurate color description. Maybe the the ones that you were used to like growing up were that color. You know, like that's all you saw were these green ones, (laughs) and you didn't see all the yellow ones. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Well. But you can tell the difference between yellow and green, yeah. Yeah, of course. Green green's actually my favorite color. <laughs> At least know. I hope it is. <laughs> I hope it's not yellow. 
Maybe just more familiar with the with the green tennis balls. You're thinking about a Wilson tennis ball, right? Yeah. What color is Wilson, like the font on the tennis ball to you? White or black? I don't know. I can't picture it right now. Well, Google it. Hold on. I'm also going to take this picture real quick and send it to you. What do you want me to Google? Just a picture of a tennis ball? Can I see yeah, the just... ball that Juliet was throwing? <laughs> <laughs> It's all okay, green. so the Wilson's <laughs> black. The, the the lettering is black. Oh, okay, some of them look green on here. So this this picture I just sent you guys right now. The there's three pictures in there. The far right one looks like it's yellow, and the far left one looks green. They don't look the same color, do they? To you? They don't look the same color, but they're all yellow. <laughs> if that makes sense, different shades of yellow. And yeah. going back to our mid mobile discussion, <laughs> I don't got I, I didn't receive the text. Oh, that's right. <laughs> For some reason my phone's not working, guys. Yeah, that that's actually what started this conversation off podcast. Austin hasn't been receiving text messages as of the last couple hours. Or can send them out either, I guess. Correct. If you see yeah, if there's a ball that looks more yellow, then sure, it it looks more yellow. But they're all yellow, just different hues and shades. I guess my question to you, John, is that you thought this was a topic to bring up <laughs> to the world to try to prove that Jessica was wrong. She knows she played tennis, right? And she yes, I do. Tennis. Yes. Yes, I'm so aware can of you all imagine, this. Can you imagine if she was like the football's black? <laughs> <laughs> and you, and then she was like, you know what? Bring it up on the podcast to ask everybody what color is the football. <laughs> do you see that kind of? I get where you're coming from, and I just wanted to know what you guys thought. I wasn't trying to make a, I wasn't trying to segregate everybody. Team yellow. <laughs> There's no team. It's just yellow. <laughs> it's just yellow. <laughs> <laughs> you're confusing Juliet. All right. Well, that answers my question. You want to talk about these NFTs? Sure. I don't know what they are, but let's go ahead and educate us. So an NFT is non-fungible when you describe it an item. And so a fungible item would be something that has like a one-to-one comparison. So John, if I gave you $10, a $10 bill and you gave me two fives back, that's the same value, right? That's the same thing. If I give you a $10 bill, you have me back. That's the same $10, you know, $10 bill. It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. When something is non-fungible is when there's not a one-to-one value for it. So if you have a brand new Tom Brady card and I have the rookie one that just sold for $2 million, if I traded that to you and you gave me yours, those values are not the same, right? Okay. So this, this non-fungible thing comes up a lot when with like trading cards or even just collecting stuff. If you have a mint classic unopened box of something, it's worth more than if something's been opened and played with or moved around bent you know it's not the same value but a crumbled up ten dollar bill is just as valuable and exactly ten dollars as a brand new crisp ten dollar bill so those are the two different things right okay so these nfts have been popping up and mainly through like these artists who are creating digital artworks and selling them as nfts and people are paying like millions of dollars for them most recently this artist i already forgot his name Bumble, Bleeple, something. I don't know. He's a big, big artist. He created a 
digital artwork every day for the past 5,000 days. And he put it all into one giant picture. And you can see like the little squares of each, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And that sold on auction for like $60 million. <laughs> what? And once it's all said and done, it's probably gonna be like $69, $70 million because of fees and everything. But someone paid to buy that NFT. Like they're, they're buying the digital, the official digital copy of it. I can, me who I didn't buy a single thing. I can go to his website click on it, look at it. I can print a copy of it. I could hang that print up. Uh, I could buy a different version of it, but that person who paid the 60 million has like the official digital one, you know, like he owns same it. Way, it's his- yes. Same way. Like if you had the official rookie card of Michael Jordan, they could print out more, but yours would have, would be the official one from that year that was made and it's sealed and mint and all that stuff. So these have been popping up where people are selling their artwork or even videos. Uh, the NBA, have you heard of Top Shot? I've been seeing that on Twitter. It's like uh, cards, right? Like digital packs. Well, they're videos. Oh, they're videos. I didn't know that. So like if you wanted to, you could own officially from the NBA the digital version, the video of Sean Elliott making the Miracle Shot you know, baseline three Memorial weekend, right? Like you could own that shot. So we saw it live, but it's NBA's property and they're selling it for someone else to own. Again, you're not owning like the exclusive rights. Like NBA can still play it. ESPN can still play it. I can still Google it on YouTube and watch it. I could download it from Google and keep it on my, but you will own the official and they're marked like by a serial number using blockchain technology. Same thing that, you know, Bitcoin, all these, Ethereum, all these other uh, coins are using. And so you would be able to say, like, I own the 001 version of this video, shot, GIF, whatever it is. And they're selling for, like, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And even more so, like, I looked at some of the Spurs ones and there's a shot. I I mean, I don't know all these shots, but there's one from LaMarcus Aldridge. And they have, like, hundreds of... Of this one shot that you can buy different versions of. And it's the same shot. But you know. Do you have. You know. Video number 002. And I have 001. So does mine make it more valuable. And so like. You can buy. Number 83. And it'd be worth like $10. But then if you want to buy number 12. It's worth more because not only is 12 like. You know. Lower. But that's also his number. Right. So like that makes it even more of a thing. But it's just interesting because I've been seeing like a lot of these NFTs from different artists being sold. And like even Boss Logic just started selling a couple of his. And people are paying like an insane amount of money. And I brought it up with Cassie because I can kind of wrap my head around it. Like I understand card collecting, action figures, I under- comic books. Like I understand like the physical aspect of collecting. But these digital ones, I get it. But then at the same time, I don't get it. I was going to say, like, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. That's a perfect way to say it, I think. Like, the NBA and their Top Shot product that they have now, it, they just created another revenue stream in my mind. Like, it's it's right. like that's always been there. The Like, you know, the, but they're now just doing it, I guess. The idea of, like, how new is this idea of NFT? Like, is this a new term? 
No, well, I, I, it's not a new term. And Cassie, maybe you're the one with the business degree. I I've seen it also compared to like, I know I did the card <laughs> thing, but they also say like houses. Like, if you buy a house right next to my house with the exact same layout, it's still not going to be the exact same house. If we traded houses, it wouldn't be the same. You know, the yard's different. The actual materials may, will be different. The upkeep. The upkeep is different. What we put inside is different. Like, so there are, I guess, more real world examples. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like just what people are willing to pay, right? Like I can auction off this toy and someone might say that's not worth $200. And then someone else might say that is, I don't know. It just, I feel like the value is depending on what people think it's worth. Especially that when it's like an exact replica and it's just a different number and there's no depreciation of the physical because it's not physical, it's electronic. Do you know what I mean? I can't. I'm trying really hard to like, I, I understand the concept. It's just, it's digital. So for me, it's like, it's it's so easy to make for one, I feel like, maybe not like, but the like you said, the video for the NBA, like Sean Elliott shooting, that's been out. Like people can see that YouTube it what's the significance significance of me owning one that has a serial number and was given to me by the NBA? Like, is that the exclusive exclusivity of it? I guess that makes it worth a lot. Yeah. <sighs> no one else has that one. That seems silly. <laughs> Until you can what, sell it for millions what's of boss dollars. logic selling some of his artwork. So like just pictures that this person has, or he's created or drawn or whatever. Yeah. See, that makes more sense to me because it's it's an artwork. It's it's like real art, right? Like a painting at a museum. But it's digital. So like it's an it's a digital it's you're buying the digital artwork of it, but that piece that he's selling you is still gonna be on his website. He still tweeted about it. I can still download it, I can print it out myself, I can put it on a poster, I can put it in a frame, like it's it's not like he's selling you a one of a kind, I'm not painting this again. Like it's not a physical thing, you know? And once it's sold to this individual, let's say it's a picture of a dog or whatever. This picture of a dog that can be seen when you Google, is it now owned by this individual or does Boss Logic still like have rights to it? He still has rights to it. That individual just owns the that copy of it, the official copy of it or whatever. It's like if you mm. make copies of a word doc and then you sell it <laughs> that's what i'm saying like it feels like but number those... two is worth way more than number 10 <laughs> that yeah i get okay i get what you're saying it just seems silly to me because people are just fabricating another way to make money which i guess is you know i'm sorry number bad. three is worth more because you know third life crisis so <laughs> yes that's crazy so you have to be probably someone well known to to do this, or maybe not. Like like you said, that person did it for five thousand days or whatever and sold it. It has to be it has to be either really unique, or you have to have some sort of reputation already out there, right? Well, he was a very famous artist. Oh, okay, he was okay. So would you say that you have to be have some sort of reputation to sell an NFT? I don't know. I you're saying it's like Bitcoin, right? Where it, it'll maybe build up later. Like, yeah, I'm not famous now, but I sold you something and then I'd start selling a lot. And the original one I sold to is now worth more money. That's I true. don't know. Like, Cassie, side note, because we, now we're talking about Bitcoin. Remember we read that article about the lady who created the image of Bitcoin, like the actual design of it? Mm-hmm. John, did we tell you the story? 
So I saw... Oh, okay, maybe not. Tell me the story. Well, no, you know how when you think of Bitcoin, like the image that pops up in your mind of what it looks like, what a, a Bitcoin looks like, even though, again, it's not real. It's not right. physical. I mean, you know. So when the creator of Bitcoin was first starting out, he needed someone to make him design it. And so he reached out to this artist and he was like, I can't pay you in money, but I can, you know, give you Bitcoin. And so she was like, sure. And it like, she obviously held on to it and like, it's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars now that would, you know, he paid her a small amount, but that Bitcoin has like obviously risen. That's what's going to happen with Dogecoin. Hopefully. <laughs> my, Retiring tomorrow. My 400 shares of Dogecoin just sitting pretty right now. Waiting, waiting to explode. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NFT, NFTs, they're uh, complicated or can be complicated. Like I, you explained it very well. And but just like you said, I can't really wrap my head around the entire idea. That's how I feel with Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be us in our third life crisis mindset, millennials and maybe Gen Z's and the Gen C's, you know, hearing that topic now, that term now, Gen C's for the COVID babies. Ah. Uh. Maybe they are going to understand it and, you know, it's going to be ingrained in their mind. John, let me ask Juliet. Can you bring her on real quick? She's, I don't know what she's doing. I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> she's been in a mood. She's actually, so she was in a mood all Cassie. day yesterday. And it was because she was probably, she was constipated. She didn't poop for like a whole day. And she was mm. like, we went out to breakfast and. You just airing out her we, dirty laundry. We had her first tantrum. <laughs> it was at uh, a snooze. Her first public tantrum and like it was she did not care who was watching or anything. Usually we can not shame her, but like be like, look, they're shame looking her. at you. Everyone's looking at you and she kind of like gets shy. But no, she did not care who was looking yesterday. It was it was intense. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to go get it right now. <laughs> it was a joke. I was going to ask her about the <laughs> it's cool. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, they. I mean, one day she's going to be listening to this maybe and like laugh that we didn't know what an NFT are the value of dogecoin back in the day right in, in her house she's gonna have picture frames but they're all gonna be digital and there's gonna be all her digital nft artwork yeah <laughs> gen c that's 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 funny that's clever i mean it's not too clever but it's at least she has uh, a title now her generation <laughs> i'm sure it, it's gonna be like a small subset of a larger one but i've just been seeing that term float around I'm like, huh, it is something. Yeah. Uh, what's this life expectancy? What's uh, what's there to talk about life expectancy? You know, just that you're going to die eventually. <laughs> no, the, the new like data came out for life expectancy in the United States. And how bad is it, man? How much longer do I have? <laughs> Texas is more towards... The- Texas is in the middle, pretty much. It's not too great, but not too bad. The life expectancy in Texas is 78.4 years. Damn. That's not too far off. <laughs> <laughs> that means I got another 46 and a half years left. That's crazy. All right, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Lay on the couch for a bit. <laughs> go enjoy your lives, people. I think about death sometimes as as morbid as that sounds, but like not like in a scary way, but just like there there's so many obviously like just the realization that there's people that have died before us and we're gonna die and they're gonna die after us and like 
they they're not known or you know whatever when i was doing that family tree uh that i mentioned a couple of podcasts ago it was weird to think that the great 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 granddad's or granddad that i saw whatever i'm i'm on my side they didn't know they probably didn't think this far ahead you know and i've never thought that far back about them until i saw their name or whatever this is like we're going to be probably nothing not not a thought you know at some point i don't know it's just it's mind-blowing sometimes to think about stuff like that you can't let that death thought creep in Give well again say. i don't think i don't think of it as like a in a morbid sad way i just it's more of a I don't know. I'm not sad about it when I think about it because I know it's natural. I'm saying like the yeah. scariness of knowing you're not going to walk on the earth. It, I can't let it creep. It creeps in sometimes and it's overwhelming and then it'll it'll go away. But I try not to let those thoughts creep in. <laughs> I, I don't mind thinking about it. Yeah. Why do you think I that? think about it? I just think I think about it a lot. Uh, but mm-hmm. same reasons too of like there's going to be so many things that our generation will miss out on because we're not going to be here in a hundred years In a hundred years. It might be normal for us to be at Mars. Like it might be normal. We might have discovered something new to make us travel faster and we can reach out to other places in a hundred years. They might discover more advanced life in a hundred years. We might solve, you know, energy crisis and we might have nothing but solar and all this stuff. Like, the amount of technology that's going to be around a hundred years from now is insane. So I think of it more like that, where we're just not going to be here for it. You're sad you're going to miss out on it. You you would like to yeah, see I, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm more sad about missing out on it than not being here. Because we said this before: once you're dead, you're dead. Like I, you know. Yeah. Like. Don't forget me, like, like Coco. That way I can come back. I saw that you were watching that. Did you like it? It was good. But it was too long of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's like almost two hours. I've never, I've never seen it. Uh, Jessica's had it on in the background for the baby, but I don't even think she watched it. It's good. It's just, it's so long for a animated film. Did you like it, Cass? But it was fine. Yeah, it was good. Like you said, it was long. He, we paused it at one point, and it was like, how is there still an hour left in this movie? <laughs> Why did we was have a three-hour movie? Was it sad? Was it like a Pixar uh, expectant type of sadness at the end or happy tears or whatever? Sure. It Yeah. You know, Pixar has a, they have the right formula, right? Like when they make their <laughs> movies, they know what they're doing. Um, and maybe it's just because we like understand the culture or something, but they, it was really drawn out where I was like, is he ever going to get to the end of this journey? Why is it still, why is it still going? But no, it was good. I will say it was one of the least sad Pixar movies, in my opinion. I have to watch it so I can at least understand what you're talking about. But not like uh, Toy Story 3. Yeah, it's probably the saddest one. (laughs) It's probably the saddest one out of all of them. Did you like this one or Moana more? Because Moana was probably the more recent one you saw as well. Oh, yeah. This would be out of the three recent ones that we've seen. I'd put... Moana number one, Frozen two number two, and Coco number three. Hmm. I don't know what the whole fuss is about Moana. I don't, I don't get it. It was okay. I didn't think it was like the best. That movie's on a lot in this house. Ju- uh, Juliet likes to watch that, and I like it. The, the songs are catchy, and it's just 
don't know. It's it's a good. It's good. I just feel like he was a jerk for so much of the movie. Oh, uh, you know? I refer to because The Rock. Well, I don't know his name in the show. <laughs> I was like, how could how could he be a jerk so long? But the water looks so good. Yeah, it looks refreshing. It's a refreshing movie. Like, you know, like it just looks nice. It's appealing. And every Pixar movie or, you know, these Disney movies, they always focus on like one aspect and show you like, look how good we are at this, guys. Like compared to any other animation studio, look how good we are. So good that within a couple of years, this is going to be like you're looking into a real movie. <laughs> but anyways, if the thought of death scares you, move to Hawaii. Life expectancy there, 81 years. That's not that. It's from 78 to 81? Yeah. But it's a good 81. Think about life in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a good 81 years. And if you're really afraid, please do not move to West Virginia. 74 years. I wonder why. <laughs> I have no idea. No clue. I'm just reading the list here. And going back to what we uh, talked about on, a, on an old podcast, you think you're going to still be get, drinking and getting drunk at that old age? Remember we talked about that? You said yes. You would be like the, the the conversation was at what age is it? Are you too old to get hammered and hungover and blacked out drunk? And I believe your answer was like, you know, we're going to be. You said now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she had think? that same comment before, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still never. I mean, if you're old enough and you have nothing else to worry about, like you're retired. Why not? You were you were you were uh, using the logic of, you know, you're going to be celebrating whatever accomplishments you know youngsters are doing then you know your kids our kids whatever their quince their 20th birthday 21st birthday you know things like that right You're, there's always going to be an occasion and if you have nothing else to do might as well <laughs> Cass how you feeling you, you're a little are you did you ease up a little bit you feel a little better are you asking if I calm down are you yes. telling me to calm down <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I don't think it goes away. I think it just needs to... How do I explain this? I just have to put a good face on Hmm. and just push through. Yeah. Like, even you just texting, are you ready to record? I almost lost my shit. I was like, I'm freaking (laughs) cooking, you know? Like, I'm busy. I was like, anytime. He's like, what about about now? I was like, well, I'm cooking at the moment. I sense some uh, hostility. When you said whatever is good for you, I was like, oh, okay, well. No, that was a real like, okay, whatever time's good for you, maybe at two or three or something. And he's like, how about now? I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> you know, now that I'm reading these text messages. Don't read too much into it, all right? You don't know me. I, well, no, I, I read these in the, <laughs> the happy, peppy voice that you always show. That doesn't like, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, we will go ahead and end the podcast right here. Thanks for taking a listen. Make sure to check us out on our social media. You can find us at 3RD Life Podcast. That's at Third Life Podcast. Search for us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a follow, a like, and then head over to our Podbean site to look at all our past episodes. And yeah, stay tuned for a live episode maybe in the next beginning of the month, April. Yeah, two, three weeks. We'll, we'll make sure to post out, but or post that out. But again, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Later.